Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. God is in control, baby. God is in control. Welcome, listeners. My name is Sugbury, him for her radio. Boy, do we have a show for you today. God is in control. I love that song. And today we are talking about women mentoring women. Part two. We had so much information on the first one. I just had to invite my guest to come back. It's just awesome. Would you guys welcome for me Linda Burns? She's my co-guest host hey, today. Shug, I love that song. I do, too. I love it. John, you're yes. the best. Yes. I'm just going to take you home with me. I knew you'd I, you like just, that one. I, I know. My husband will love that song as <laughs> yeah. well. And I'm also with Bev Canaris. She is my mentor, you guys. I love her so much. I've known her for well over, I don't know, Bev, what, 25 plus years? 35, sure. 35. Yeah. I'm not that old. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> but I tell you, she has just rooted mm. me in the word. She has rooted me in faith. And she is the best mentor I could have ever had. And so we've got just meat to pass mm. along to you ladies about mentoring. Uh, yeah. Bev has been with BSF um, for over 30 years as a speaker, a teacher, and a mentor to many. She's a wife, a mother, a grandmother of how many, Bev? Ten. Ten. I'm so jealous. Linda, how many do you have? Ten. Okay, there. there's a race. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh. I tell you, watch out, kids um. of these two families, because they're going to be putting the pressure on. Do you have another baby coming? Because I got to beat Linda or Bev. <laughs> okay, so Bev's life, life mm. purpose is to teach the Bible and mm. share the gospel of Jesus Christ in order to raise up Christian leaders in the church. She's been mentoring hundreds. I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to differ. I'm not going to say hundreds. I'm thinking yeah. thousands, Bev, yeah. that you have mentored thousands through teaching and training in leadership. I have all the women I know. In leadership, you are the woman that I always think of, of leadership excellence, Bev. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on with us. Her life versus Galatians 2.20. She's been crucified with Christ and no longer live. I love that. The life she lives now is in the body is to live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Oh, ladies, please welcome my dear mentor, Bev Canaris. Shug. Yay. You're one in a million. Love you to pieces. Yeah, I got broke the mold when he made me. That's oh, sure. He's like, we can't oh. have another one of her hanging around. Mm, yeah. I think we could have dozens and dozens. It yeah. would make it would really storm the gates of hell. And, uh, John's and, back there shaking. He's yeah. looking like, holy roly, no yeah, way. Yeah. I can't have another sugar in the studio. Um, today we're going to address mm. the most intimidating aspect of the topic of mentoring. Okay, so we're going to talk about how do I begin mentoring or how do I become a mentor? If you guys don't know what mentoring is, would you do me a favor and listen to part one? We went into detail in what a mentor is. And ladies, we need each other. I mean, I'm just going to get right to it. We need to be unified. We need each other. We can learn from each other. Why should we all learn School of Hard Knocks when we can just grasp some of the wisdom from women? One of my favorite yeah. verses <clears throat> is out of James 1.5 that says, if any of you lacks wisdom, what should you do? You should ask God, who generously gives to all without 
finding fault. Oh, thank you, Lord, without finding fault. And it will be given to you. So we're called to do this. In Proverbs, it says, the teaching of the wise is the foundation of life, turning a person from the snares of death. Boy, do I need that. And you know what, Bev, you did that for me. When God rescued me out of the pit of hell by listening to the gospel through you and also through my church and my pastor, um, I just watched how he took my life and turned it around. And and you're asking yourself, now what? Well, now what do I do? Well, get a mentor. Yes. And she's going to just lead you in that. Mm-hmm. So how do I begin mentoring and how do I become a mentor? How do I know if a person needs a mentor? I know you guys are asking that. How do I even know? Do I need a mentor? What would you say to that person? I would say every person needs a mentor. Um, whether it's a formal situation or whether you are watching a mentor from afar and 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 learning from her and and really willing to take to heart what you're learning, um, I think mm-hmm. everybody needs a mentor. And in Titus two, it commands older women to teach the younger women mm-hmm. uh, these important uh, aspects of loving their husbands and teaching their children and and uh, fulfilling you know the life purpose God has have for them. Where's that scripture? That is in Titus 2. Okay, Titus 2, ladies, look it up. Yeah, it's it's a powerful one on mentoring, and most mm-hmm. uh, mentoring programs within churches use that as their key verse. Um, how do I know if I need a mentor? Well, you do. Um, trust me, you do. <laughs> but <laughs> now, blessing, now listen to the irony right? of this. I have never been mentored, but I have watched, and there mm-hmm. were several women up um, in our Lake Home community that were like 10 years ahead of me. And I learned so much just by watching them yeah. raise these kids that were older than my kids mm-hmm. and learning from them, talking about spiritual things with them. It was nothing formal. And then I also had a couple of former teaching leaders who uh, really spoke into my life, mm-hmm. the Word of God, and transformed me, just like you described, Shug. You, you start hearing the Bible taught, which is a key part of growing in your faith, uh, things start to you. You are being mentored. You're being mentored by the Word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit, through a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God uses people in this situation. All everyone needs someone. You need the example. You need to see Christ with flesh on. Mm-hmm. You need individuals. You need life on life. Mm-hmm. So everyone needs a mentor. Mm. I love those sayings. Life on life. Yeah. Now my question in the is, flesh. Are you ever too old to have a mentor? I mean, do you ever age out of being a mentor? I mean, there's always different phases I'm going through. I'm like, okay, now what do I do? I mean, I'm approaching exactly right this age. You know, what does this look like? Or I've never been a grandmother before. Or I've been, uh, I just went through some retirement things this year, and I, I looked around and prayed. And I mean, I wanted an example of someone who retired and went out strong. You yeah. know, went out with joy, went out blessing the next uh, oh, season bad. of You're life. You're going to be sliding yes. into home base <laughs> <or> heaven. <laughs> Well, and I think, and sliding into seeing where your next places that God is going to use you is really important too. Knowing that, I mean, watching somebody retire that says, "I, I know God's got something else for me in the next phase," yeah, and not just. Yeah. Going on vacation. It's really just uh, changing, yeah. changing yeah. ministry yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of refiring at a, at, yeah. and perhaps a little different level. Um, so yeah. it's everyone needs that mentor. Does that mean slower? or Does that mean going faster? Uh, <laughs> don't don't hold me to any of that. <laughs> um, I think people worry though a lot about: Am I qualified to be a mentor? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
You know, the qualifications for a mentor is you have to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. This means that you have had a conversion experience and believe that he died for your sins and rose again, that um, the Holy Spirit now lives within you, your sins have been cleansed, and you are walking with him. You're growing yourself. Uh, You understand the big picture of the Bible and um, are a student yourself of the Bible. You you have some consistency to your prayer life. Mm. Doesn't mean you mm-hmm. have all the answers. Yeah. And there are certainly boundaries when you're a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda, we talked about this earlier about what are what could be some of those boundaries where it's above mm-hmm. our pay grade as a mentor to step in. Right. Right. If somebody, you know, if if they need professional counseling, mm-hmm. you know, that is beyond what you're capable of giving them. You know, don't hesitate to say, you know, I think, you know, we could maybe find someone that you could work with. Yeah. And I I think, too, you know, we got to remember we're not there to tell people what to do as a mentor. We're there to help them discover the will of God for their life. Okay. You need to repeat that again. Make sure everybody heard that. All right. Uh, We don't, as (laughs) a mentor, we don't tell people what to do. Mm -mm. We, we expose them to God's word so that they can understand what God's will is for them. We pray for them. We help them come to that godly decision. Um, And, but it's really not our position to come in there and Mm -hmm. to think that in pride, really, that we know what's best for them. We really don't. We need to seek the Lord and they need to be seeking the Lord and praying and loving each other. And God will reveal that. You know, I had a mentor. I still have a mentor a bit. Our relationship has changed, but um, I love her to death. She, Francie Taylor, if you are listening, mm. I love you to death. Um, she came to me when I was really, really struggling. And, um, you know, I, I rededicated my life to the Lord. I got baptized in her church by myself because mm. I wanted to make sure I was all clean again, yeah. <laughs> and she started mentoring me, and she would always give me a scripture verse. And what I learned from that is that there was power in it. I could feel the Holy Spirit. I could feel God's presence when she spoke it. Mm-hmm. And so I've, in turn, you done that when I have been mentoring other women. I go look for the scripture first. Yeah. yeah. And then we'll share it and just pray about it. Yeah. And ladies, if you don't have a Bible, get one. I mean, get a Bible. I mean, churches will offer you a Bible. Go anywhere. Just get a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, I tell you, you are missing the greatest soap opera ever. There's murder and intrigue and excitement and adultery. I got to tell you, everything is in there. It's our guide. It's it's Holy Spirit breathed by God himself, useful teaching and rebuking and correcting and training in righteousness. I got to tell you, ladies, get yourself the best book ever out there. And you know what's going to happen? Those words are going to jump off the page. This is not a textbook. This is God's power. This is his word. And I'm going to encourage you to open up a Bible and get one. Thank you very yes. much, Linda, for mentioning yeah. that you're, you had a great mentor because they were pointing you to Christ yeah. through the word of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. And I, I, I say amen to that, too. I think we need to always remember that the power isn't with our own wisdom and what words we can say to them. Mm-hmm. It's really... God's word. Yes. When when he speaks, there is a power there that does not come with man's word. So mm. that should give you a lot of confidence. If you if you're yeah. in the word of the Bible with this mentee and you as a mentor are in the Bible, um, the chances of you uh, finding the direction or the comfort or the forgiveness, whatever it is mm-hmm. you are in need of, freedom from guilt, shame, it's there. 
Yes. It's there. Amen. Yes, and you know, is. if you're just tuning in, this is Suge Burry, Women's Hot Topics, Him for Her Radio. I'm so glad you're here. We are talking today about women mentoring women. I'm with my co-host, Linda Burns, and Bev Canaris, my mentor of so many, 35 plus years. I mean, it's amazing. I just mm. love her dearly. Uh, we're also, um, Him for Her Ministries is the radio show falls underneath that. And we have started mm. a program inside a prison where we go into prison for three to six months, mentor the women inside a prison, and then we walk with them on the way out. Now, I got to say, that was an act of God to get that passed with the Department of Corrections, but God has been able to do this. Then we walk with them and mentor them up to two years post-release. What does this do? This gives us an opportunity for everything that you and I have just talked about here at the table. It gives them an opportunity to see, I'm not telling them what to do. I'm pointing them to Christ. We're showing them what some of their options are, and they're making the decisions. And yes. we're talking about thinking ahead. Okay, if you choose this, then what might that do in your future? And that's really what mentoring is. I mean, we're being girlfriends. We're hanging together. Right. We're getting real. We're telling it like it is. And to see these women's face when you tell them, you can do this in Christ. you got a new power in you. It's just amazing. Woo! What God does. Mm. So thank you again. Uh, now, on the outside... When you're mentoring people, Bev, share with me, what does it look like at a mentorship meeting? Is this like a kumbaya? Is it going to be awkward? <laughs> is it you know, uncomfortable for these gals? Share with us what does a good meeting look like? You know, I've done it so many different ways. Let me just share the variety I have used over the years. I've used a larger group setting where I had a group of 10, uh, what I perceived as future leaders in our church. And I brought them together, and we spent two years together. Wow. Every other Wednesday night, we were together. And um, I developed a curriculum then and a book on mentoring in spiritual leadership. Those are the 10 gals that we still get together with 12 years later. And And then, so I've done it in a group setting. I've and then of course at Bible study fellowship I did it in a large group setting as well and then through teaching the Bible mm-hmm. and then I've done it where I've had one-on-ones and um, one particular gal had the goal of wanting to memorize some scripture you know mm-hmm. some verses to give her the the help that she needed she was in full-time ministry another gal that I'm working with currently is um, feels a call to uh, write books, mm. uh, Christian books and a Christian blog. And so we're talking about that and kind of discerning things for her there. Awesome. So a lot of times I fit it to what they want to do. Mm-hmm. We have done Bible studies. We have done books together mm-hmm. and and then come together and talked about it. We have, of course, the, the verses. They would say them back to me just as some accountability. Um, we've talked about what the gospel really is. Uh, we have talked about how to study the Bible on your own, how to have a quiet time, how to get these basic spiritual disciplines in your life, if you will. Disciplines in that this is what brings you joy as a Christian. This is how to connect with that power mm-hmm. is through these spiritual disciplines of prayer and Bible study and um, you know, uniting with the, a body, uh, going yeah. to church. These are important aspects. Where do you normally meet when you do this? Well, I've met in my home quite a bit. I've used my home for this. I meet in a coffee shop now with the girl I'm presently working with. So there's many places you can meet with. I think another question is, um, how do you, how does this get started? Who starts it? Should mm-hmm. the mentee initiate or should the mentor initiate? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had it go both ways. I've had women come up and ask if I would dis- mentor them. And for the most part, I always try to say yes. I have said no in the past just because of life circumstances. I had to. Um, there just wasn't margin for that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but this group of 10, I actually initiated that mm-hmm. and put that group together by looking for young women. They had to be like in their early to mid-30s. Um, who I could see had leadership potential, and that's who I met with for two years. But now, you know, it, you might see someone really sharp at church, and you might, right. or someone really hurting, or someone in a situation like you had, Linda, where yeah. you were in a life crisis, and you you needed someone to come alongside of you. So it can happen. It can go both ways. Mm-hmm. And I would say, women, when you're asked, always try to say yes. I yes. still have a friend who still teases me that I turned her down. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't let me forget that. However, she became part of the part of another group, yeah. part of the ten, and so. And some she, of those qualifications you talked about, you know, they need to they need to have a relationship with Christ. That's just like the biggest thing. They need to be in the Word. They need to be living out their faith. And if you really admire someone, walk across the room and say, "Hey, you know, I I just." I love you. I love you, and I just would love it if you would mm. mentor me. Would you be able to just sit down with me and guide me in a few areas of my life that I need some help with? Ladies, it doesn't take much to be humble. And it's amazing what God will do in that relationship. Maybe he's already started on her mm. heart to want yeah. to mentor somebody else, and you're the one that God brought forward in this God appointment. If you're just mm. listening, this is Suge Burry, him for her radio. This is Women's Hot Topics, and today's topic is Women mentoring women with my co-host Linda Burns and my dear mentor, my own mentor, Bev Canaris. Um, Bev, do you have anything to share about that, about walking across the room and asking somebody? I do. I I think you have to be careful about asking someone, will you mentor me? Um, because all of a sudden, in my mind, when I get asked that, it's like, I'm flooded with the amount of hours and time and setting it up and and what that involves. That's no small commitment you're asking Mm -hmm. your mentor to do. So remember that. Maybe the way to approach it would say, would be this. Could you have lunch? Yeah. I I just, I really need, uh, I would really love to spend a little time with you. And then you could ask her, you know, could we meet in two weeks again? And then see what evolves. And um, then you can bring up the, the idea of mentoring or has she ever mentored and tell, their, tell her, I really want my mentees to communicate with me what they feel they need. Mm-hmm. I want to try to tailor it to what they need, especially yes. when I'm working with just an individual. Mm-hmm. So that, that is kind of how. Good wisdom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to overwhelm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you even and if you're the mentor asking a mentee, again, let's just, could we have coffee? Yeah. I'd love to get together with you. Yes. That is so pleasant and mm-hmm. so out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. You know, people are yeah. so busy. They don't take time to have these um, interactions with people um, and to really show care and concern by giving of their time. So I think right. that those are some really good little tips in getting it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of churches have programs already set up in mentoring. You can connect it with one mm-hmm. of those. Ask your church, you know, do you have a mentoring uh, program here? And you can offer to either mentor or you can ask to be mentored through your churches. Um, can I just share how I started mentoring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please do. Okay. Well, <laughs> I turned 50. That's impossible. Wow. Yes, I turned 50 years ago, you admit it. Um, and that really, that really struck me. Mm-hmm. And I really felt this obligation to start raising up women who could I could give the baton to, to teach and to lead for Christ, and who would be willing to take the gospel out themselves. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm not just, I never am mentoring just to 
uh, help somebody feel better about themselves. I'm really mentoring. I'm kind of like a mama there. I kind of want to mentor them so that then they take what they've been given Mm -hmm. and are a good steward of it, take it out, and start mentoring other people and go go and share. It's a reproductive program in this mentoring. You want to see them produce then after you've been poured into, then you take what's been poured into you and you go pour it out on somebody else in some way. And I have seen Suge do that. I have seen I, I have seen so many of you women mm-hmm. just pour out your yeah. lives yeah. Uh, to others. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And who would have guessed when I, you first met me that I'd be preaching the gospel around the world? I mean, you know, who would know? I know that Bev said, what are we going to do with Suge? You know, I'm quite the little oddball. But look at what God does when he uses our personality for his glory. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Suge. You know, God had a plan there, a master plan. I had no clue what it was. But um, God did, and he had you in that right place to be mentored in just the right way to uniquely fit you for this ministry. And I believe that is not a unique situation. God does it all the time. Linda, yeah, have you seen him do that for you? Yes, I have. I think that um, one of the one of the people that he's always used me. I was thinking about this. It's it's I'm a little bolder, so I need a little stiff arm going on. That <laughs> usually happens. And um He's used a woman by the name of Laurel Bunker in my life. Mm-hmm. So Laurel and I met. I was actually serving her in, you know, serving a ministry that she was in the director of. And God started to use her boldness in Scripture and in teaching me how to step out and be mm-hmm. bold, like just, you know, doing different things. And I... I've, I've never changed from that. Yeah, It just really impacted me. If you guys hadn't heard our earlier broadcast, we had Pastor Laura, Laurel Bunker on, say, and it was yes. amazing. It was so much she fun. She is so good. It was a live with Lee Michaels show that we did. Look it up on our um, iTunes or look it up on our webpage at 980 AM, The Mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is Suge Burry, him for her radio, Women's Hot Topics. Today we're talking about women mentoring women. I only have about a minute left. Bev, what would you like to share with our listeners before you go? I would say, um, you know, what is the most essential thing in this mentoring relationship? And that would be commitment. On the mentee part, they have to be willing to learn, to do the assignments, come prepared, be engaged, keep your meeting times as a priority. And then for the mentor, remember that it's going to take commitment on your part as well and hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Don't kid yourself. It's it's mostly there is a lot of work in this as well. You have to think it through, pray for them, plan it, get it on your schedule. Mm-hmm. I love Thomas Edison's quote when he said, genius is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Developing the uh, next generation yeah. Yeah. is going to involve hard work. Mm-hmm. And if people are willing to give hard work and time into their secular jobs, certainly you want to have them give time in their sharing of the gospel through mentoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not a coffee clutch. This is not you're going to come and just sit down and have coffee and anything else. But instead, what it is is that you are organized, you're ready, you're prepared. This is a Holy Spirit appointment uh, appointed by God. So trust the Holy Spirit. Like Linda said, don't forget to pray and get in God's word. And and it's just so important that we do this as women mentoring women. I've had the benefit of being mentored not only by you, Bev, but by some other people of influence as well in my life who know Jesus Christ, who love Jesus Christ, as well as I've had the privilege unexpectedly to mentor other women. Now we have him for her ministries. 
him for her radio, him for her mentoring. <laughs> now there's him for a her lot prison. of people. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just, I don't even know what God's doing. Uh, I just hang it on. But if you'd like to be part uh, of this ministry, if you'd like yeah. to be involved in one way or another, would you start, first of all, by going to our webpage, him, H-I-M, number four, her, um, ministries.org, and donate today. Would you put your thoughts down? Would you put your ideas down, your victories, your losses, so what we can come on air and make this show your show? This doesn't happen just by chance. Mm-hmm. It happens from listeners like you. Ladies, yeah. Bev Canaris, I love you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming on. It's been a joy. And Linda, Linda, yeah. I love my Linda, Linda Burns. Thank mm-hmm. you for coming on as well and sharing with us Thanks, your sure. wisdom um, and, and what God has been doing in your life. And ladies... If you don't know Jesus Christ, if you don't know who he is, would today you get on your knees and say, God, reveal yourself to me in a whole new way so Mm. that I can see and understand who you are. You know what? God's just waiting for you to reach out to him and say, yes, I invite you to come into my life. And if you have not done that before, maybe today is the day that you realize that God himself came down to earth for you to save you from that pit of hell. Ladies, I love you too Mm. much not to tell you the truth. This is Shugbury, him for her radio, over and out. Goodbye.